0: Welcome to episode 76 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we're trying to find the best game for each home video game console by means of Giant Tournaments. We are three quarters of the way through our NES tournament, as last week we saw DuckTales get knocked out by Bubble Bobble. Today we will see if a fellow Capcom Disney platformer, uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, the number 71 seed in our tournament, can avenge that loss as it goes up against number 39, Dragon Warrior 4 i I'm Pat Dooley.
1: Yeah, I'm Ricky Drobel.
0: And yeah, we were talking before we recorded that Ducktales just cut a rough break going up against Bubble Bobble. It's a great game, probably deserves to be in the final sixteen, but you know that's that's just the way brackets work out sometimes. As you uh, you just run into a, a rough game earlier than you'd like because um, some of the games that are that have moved on, I would I would have put Ducktales over.
1: Um, yeah. It was a crazy upset, that's for sure.
0: Yep. But also Bubble Bobble, totally deserving of its spot. Uh, Just There's not really anything like it. Um, We do always start by talking about The Underdog, uh, which is not a game that there's nothing like because it's very similar to DuckTales. Uh, it is the number 71 seed in our tournament, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, a 1990 platformer developed and published by Capcom. It was produced by Tokuro Fujiwara, who had previously worked on Mega Man 2, Ghosts and Goblins, and other Capcom classics, and Darlene Waddington, designed by Masayoshi Kurokawa, with music composed by Harumi Fujita. Uh, we first saw it way back in episode 11, when it beat Mega Man 6... Uh, And then in episode 50, it knocked out, no pun intended, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Chip, Dale, and Gadget are on a mission to find a girl named Mandy's missing kitten, while Monterey Jack and Zipper are off to find out why strange mechanical dogs are popping up everywhere. As it turns out, they're related, as the villainous Fat Cat has faked the missing cat case in order to kidnap Gadget and make her work for him. Now the other Rangers have to rescue her have to rescue her, making their way through 10 levels to Pat Kat's Casino for a final showdown. With 1.2 million units sold, it's tied with Quinby B and Gambare Goemon Karakuri Dochu, her 57th best-selling game for the NES. It's the 28th best-selling game in the tournament and 14th among I'm sorry, 13th among the games still remaining. Uh, it is also one of only three Capcom games left alongside Mega Man 2 and Mega Man 5. All right. So, looking to bounce back, Capcom, with their Disney platformers after last week's loss uh, for DuckTales. And, uh, I mean, we've been saying since episode 11 that Chippendale Rescue Rangers is one of the, like, major bright spots on the console. This is a fantastic game. Uh,
1: so it's but, great, Yeah. Like,
0: Just the right mix of challenge and accessibility. Like, it's never too hard for, you know, obviously it's designed for kids. It's based on a Saturday morning Disney cartoon, but it's got that, like, that NES challenge level, like, you know, tricky jumps and uh, enemies that come at you from, you know, kind of awkward angles. Uh, But it it just feels like a crisper version of what DuckTales was doing uh, in their game. Uh, Capcom kind of nailed it this time around with rescue rangers
1: yeah man it really did just like the visuals of this game is great uh the enemies of this game is great like i was just thinking about uh where i left off they have like the giant cranes like the birds mm-hmm. and they're just like wobbling there then they capture your rocks or not yep. your rocks your like yeah I'm like, like wow. the little
0: blocks that you pick up mm-hmm. Yeah, and they so throw cool. them back at you if you don't hit them just right yeah. Yep. Yeah, just the little, little like that's that seems like something that would belong in a Mega Man game, but it's also so uniquely
1: this game that it wouldn't quite okay. fit I in a problem. Mega Man game. Yeah. Yeah, it and it, felt, it feels good. The game it feels real good.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, the controls are really crisp. Uh, the only yeah. thing that i found myself a little frustrated over when i was playing was occasionally depending on how i was moving they would throw the blocks up in the air rather than forward if i was trying to hit something uh but i mean oh, that's a yeah.
1: pretty minor that's up, gripe it's happened to me too yeah so yeah
0: but i mean if if yeah. that's the biggest problem i can think of uh for the game like it's, it's
1: it really is. It's, it's, a, not- it's a masterpiece it's not bad, and but seventy-one yeah, is, is way too low on this list. It's probably that low because it was, you know, Chippendale. I guess. I mean, Ducktales yeah, I... was number
0: ten, and this I would say this is a better game than Ducktales. I know Ducktales has kind of the, no pun intended, the longer tail. Like people, you know, the, you know, the music from Ducktales. The game is still being used in games and in. Ducktales cartoons and stuff like that, but I don't know. I I enjoy the Rescue
1: Rangers game more personally. Yeah, I do too. I agree with you. I don't know. Maybe I think it's probably because Ducktales was more popular. That's probably yes. But yeah, I mean, I agree sense. with you. I think it's a good. I think it's a better game for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's. I, it's it's cool because it does a lot of things that we have seen in other games like it's got the like the bionic commando style overworld map where you can pick which you know which zone you're going into to play it's got the you know very similar to ducktales as far as the you know the platforming goes uh and uh it's got sort of mario 2 elements to it where you can you know pick up things out of the ground and throw them you know it's apples instead of you know, turnips or carrots or whatever in Mario 2. Uh, but it's that right. same kind of mechanic, jump on something, pick it up, throw it. Um, it's just a, kind of an amalgamation of a lot of, of different gaming elements that we had seen already up to that point by 1990. Just just very crisply done. Really, really good platformer that would have worked even if it wasn't a Nintendo game. We, even without the, uh, the Rescue Rangers license, a game with the same elements still would have been great but like DuckTales and unlike say Fester's Quest it uh, takes the license takes the characters and the world of Rescue Rangers and builds the game off of that rather than trying to cram the characters into something else like say fighting aliens with the blunderbuss, and then every once in a while, seeing a still image of characters from the beloved TV show.
1: Yep, it did a good job.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so it does have a steep hill to climb because it is up against another iconic NES game, uh, which is Dragon Warrior or Dragon Quest 4, uh, a 1992 RPG developed by Chunsoft and published by Enix. It was directed by Koichi Nakamura, produced by Yukinobu Chida, designed and written by Yuji Hori, programmed by Kan Naito and Manabu Yamana, with art from Akira Toriyama and music composed by Koichi Sugiyama. We first saw it back in episode 22, when it beat Section Z, uh, and then again in episode 49, when it eliminated Metal Gear. The story split into five chapters, each focusing on a different hero, a soldier named Ragnar, Princess Elena, a merchant named Torneco, two sisters named Maya and Melina, I'm sorry, and Mina, not Melina, I've got Mortal Kombat on the brain, because <laughs> it's the uh, free game on PS Plus starting tomorrow, uh, from the time we're recording this. Uh, Maya is a dancer, Mina is a fortune teller, and then finally the actual hero of the game, who teams up with the previous protagonists in an Avengers-style team-up as they head to an inevitable confrontation with Sorrow the Manslayer, who wants to become the ruler of evil. Uh, With 3.18 million copies sold, it's the 15th best-selling NES game, 12th in our tournament, and 6th among those remaining. It's also the third highest grossing NES game not developed by Nintendo, behind only Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Dragon Warrior 3. It won the Best Game Grand Prize and Best RPG Game in Famitsu Magazine's Best Hit Game Awards, as well as best challenge and second place for best overall game in Nintendo Power's 1993 awards. Uh, Nintendo Power also called it the 18th best NES game and Famitsu called it Famitsu's readers called it the 14th best game of all time, period. Wow. So, iconic game here. One of the, you know, the... Maybe the best RPG on the NES. Uh, this is this is really excellent. It took what the first three games in the franchise had done, uh, you know, took some elements from, uh, you know, from Final Fantasy, from, you know, even from like action RPGs like Zelda and uh, put together a really, a really well-polished RPG for, you know, for what you could do, what you were limited to on an 8-bit system like the NES.
1: Yeah, it's definitely, I mean, I think I said it last time, it's definitely above, the Dragon Warrior games are at this uh, console in this era, I think was better than Final Fantasy games. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. It, yeah, they look better. They uh, they feel better. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just the better game. But, oh, man, these old RPGs are so hard
0: to play now. <laughs> they really are, especially playing them the way that we're playing them without... The you know the instruction manual or or or, uh, or you know the issue of Nintendo Power that walks you through how to do stuff uh, where we're I'm, trying to. I'm
1: really curious to like when people bought this game back in the day if they were able to beat it because not a lot of us were us that get Nintendo Power. Yeah, and I don't think I don't think that in Japan they show instructions like that. I mean, maybe. I mean, I know Zelda got one, but I don't know. <laughs> I
0: don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Let me look and see if I can find, just because it's the internet and I feel like somebody probably did. Somebody has uploaded the instruction manual for this game as a PDF. They have, look at that. Okay, let's see what we got here. If it's anything- That's crazy. That's (laughs) helpful. Oh, it is. Okay, this is not the instruction manual. This is the Explorer's Handbook, which I can't tell if it also, it looks like a almost a full-size magazine, 18 pages. Well, 36 pages because it's front and back, but it's an 18-page uh, PDF. And it walks you through the controllers, the commands, places to visit. That's all stuff you can kind of... Um, Pick up on your own. Uh, Characters, that's all stuff that you already know. Commands in fighting mode, yeah. Fighting mode. Wagon. that's not a thing we've come across, losing your team. All right, okay. Yes, so starting on page 23 of this guide is a walkthrough, not a full on walkthrough but like uh there's A Q&A section like it has sort of a like a flow chart of how you're supposed to go through things like chapter yeah. one start in berland and be at about level one well you'll be at level one because the game starts there when you get to the cave to Ismet, you should be at level three when you're at Ismet, oh, level cool. four be at level five when you get to the bottom of the old well and there you'll find flying shoes and healy and then use that to get to the lock tower where you should be at level seven to find the missing children and then yeah and that's yeah, uh, pretty
1: cool.
0: Then there's like a q and a for each like chapter within that. I've looked all over, but I can't find the flying shoes. Where should I search? Um, so, yeah, uh, I don't know if this came with it. It kind of looks like it came with it because it has the the warranty for the game cartridge itself on the back page. Yeah, I think no, this well, book came with the game. Well,
1: that's which, pretty
0: cool. If it <laughs> advances, I think that means we can use this in the next playthrough, <laughs> like how I found that map from Zelda. Um, right. I I think you know in our you know in our our goal being to play the games the way they were meant to be played, like the way they were played it, at the time. I think we could probably use that PDF uh, to help us. Um, but that's, that's aside from cool. that, it would have to win here. And uh, I'm not sure that it's ready for that <laughs> because Rescue Rangers <laughs> is
1: really, really good. Um, <laughs> yeah, this might be a hard one. But This,
0: this might this be a hard one. But uh, before we get to picking a winner and all of that, you want to find out who made it farther? Let's do it. Who made it farther? Who made it
1: farther? All right.
0: So, Rescue Rangers, uh how far did you make it this time? I know you had to I feel like you had stalled out around like G
1: last time. Yeah, so I did this have a password no okay i got to the same place
0: <laughs> i made it to fat cat the final boss of the game that died wow. and had to start over with about 10 minutes left so
1: Ooh, did not beat crazy. the game but i made it to fat cat that's so. awesome you beat me yeah uh so Man, you're a, I'm
0: slacking <laughs> I am, that's three in a row for me that's that's pretty wild. I won both games last week, and uh, I'm I have almost completely closed the gap. Uh, Dragon Warrior Four a little <laughs> harder to judge, but um, I was definitely at like a critical story juncture um, when uh, I died. Um, I yeah, made same. it. I made it to sure. that that tower that you need the flying shoes to get into. I made it to the boss at the end of that tower uh trying to rescue the kids. Like a you know, a kid comes running over and is like, you know, don't let him take me or something. And then a bad guy like comes down off his throne and he's got this little like eyeball companion. Uh and they so I had to fight both of them. I killed the boss, but the little henchman guy killed me. Um with like two minutes left in the hour, so I had to, I had to oh. restart back at the village from the last time I had talked to a priest to to save my game. So
1: I did not rescue think, the children in the tower. Uh, I definitely made it to the tower was the, I think I think we're at the same place. I, was, I made it to Zero's shadow.
0: <laughs> that sounds right. That name is very familiar. Let me see if I can yeah. find that picture. It was
1: and they had like a little green eye looking and like a giant game.
0: eyeball that was with yeah. them. Yeah. Yep, that's a hundred percent where I made it. So we tied. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, I I I killed the boss but lost the fight because the henchman hit me when I had I had run out of MP so I couldn't ca- uh Healy was already dead and I'd run out of MP so I couldn't cast heal on myself um before i died so oh man. yep well so still doing pretty well haven't lost a game in two weeks so that's that's something <laughs> but i guess it is time yeah, to go i am i really am and the winner of this i think if memory serves Up the bracket here i think it's facing bubble bobble in the next round it is indeed so bubble bobble awaits either chippendale or the uh shoot what is his name ragnar uh the soldier i love how we're both still after three hours still stuck in the first chapter of this game um man that game's gonna be a whole lot different when we hit it with that uh hint manual um overwhelmingly our online vote went to rescue rangers it got 83% of the online vote and as good as dragon warrior 4 is um it is it's a huge improvement over the other rpgs we've played on the platform uh, throughout this tournament but
1: yeah it's it's got to be rescue rangers for me i agree rescue rangers was a lot of fun still a lot of fun and i still want to play it so (laughs) same
0: i'm determined to beat fat cat before this tournament is over uh so i guess i need to add another another playthrough of it coming out uh this winter uh when we hit the round of 16 Um, i should point out uh those of you that follow us on social um over fourth of july weekend i was up in indiana visiting my folks and uh my, uh, my dad got a flat tire while we were uh, on our way to go pick up uh, pizza, pizza king pizza. Awesome, um, but <laughs> we uh, we were basically stranded in their parking lot because he'd run over something that had popped the tire. So we were waiting on AAA to send somebody, and the truck pulls up, and the name of the company is Rescue Rangers, and uh, so I had I took a That's picture right. of that and posted it on our social back. You know three months ago and made a joke about how that has to give them an automatic trip into the next round i just want to say that's not the reason it's moving on uh it's moving on because it's the better game but it's also funny that it is actually moving on after i made that joke uh, three months ago. <laughs> so ryan question to lee i'm sorry go ahead
1: i was like yeah huh? sure
0: Rhino's <laughs> uh, question of the week: Which real-life city would you like to see depicted in an 8-bit video game? So it's really hard to do real cities uh, at this time. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of if there were any successful examples. Like, I mean, even still, like the the Spider-Man games still don't include all of New York um it's still most of New York but uh they kind of like the the more residential areas get kind of condensed down I remember when I was uh playing the first one uh for PS4 uh trying to find my cousin's apartment in Harlem and uh, her street just doesn't exist <laughs> in the game uh it skips over like four blocks of uh of Harlem, just because, you know, there's, there's nothing video game exciting in that part of the city. Uh, and there's just a, you know, a bagel shop that had really good breakfast sandwiches and a couple of subway stops. Uh, and that was about it. Um, so, I mean, even still, they're not quite there as far as getting real cities all the way. Um, and Rampage sort of had real cities. In as much as each level was named after a city you were destroying, but there was no real discernible difference between like New York and Chicago and LA and Dallas and all of those when you were
1: playing them. Yeah. Man. I don't even know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I guess as
0: a kid, I would have liked to have seen a Detroit based game it wasn't like
1: Robocop. Robocop. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I grew up in Florida. So, man, everything was <laughs> beach. Yeah. And I mean, I would have liked to have. No, actually, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I was like, I would have liked the game in my neighborhood. And no, it was boring as it comes. Yeah.
0: I mean, I guess I could do like a. Well, I, mean, I guess Punch Out has like the New York skyline in the background while Mac is doing the the bicycling thing between levels.
1: Yeah. it Does look like, like a Statue of Liberty in the Central Park. Yeah. You no. Know, so it doesn't make sense. But. yeah, no, that would be that'd be Battery
0: Park if you had a I'm blanking yeah, on so my I Manhattan. Not. I think that's that's the right side of the yeah. island. Um or the south side of the island, where you'd be able to see it. Um, A full city depicted in 8 bits. You know, let's just say...
1: San Francisco. I was
0: thinking something that has, like, really cool landmarks. So I was thinking Paris, but San Francisco would be cool, too. Yeah. Uh, My favorite game version of San Francisco is uh, Crazy Taxi. I love yeah the, that version of Sonic, San Francisco.
1: Sonic Sonic Adventure 2. Um,
0: yep. Yep. <laughs> Just, uh, lots and lots of hills, which yep. works well for games. Yeah. yeah. So that's uh that's pretty much this week's episode. Next week we will see we saw Rescue Rangers Avenge DuckTales loss today. And next week we will see if the original Dragon Warrior. Can avenge Dragon Warrior 4's loss as it takes on Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest as uh, October yeah. rolls on and we continue to play spooky games. I really wish it was three. you saying that now. I really <laughs> wish it was three, but we'll play three the week after. Um, Castlevania 3 is against Baseball Stars uh, the following week, which poor Baseball wow. Stars. Um, and before we close out uh, October with a scary alien invasion in Contra. Also, not at all because I miscounted the number of weeks and uh, accidentally put the <laughs> Castlevania games too early. Uh, so yeah, next week, Dragon Warrior Castlevania 2. You can see the full bracket over at our challenge page. Challenge, dot ecom slash Consoles. Uh, you can see the full schedule of up- upcoming episodes and the results of every episode uh, up until this one. Uh, buy us a cup of coffee ko-fi.com slash kings of consoles facebook.com slash kings of consoles kings of consoles pod at gmail.com we are at kings of consoles on twitter i'm at loopy date
1: and i'm at ricky gn7 Uh,
0: and a new plug that i forgot to add to the list if you are at all a fan of wrestling uh, i've started doing a a weekly twitch uh, video over at twitch.tv pw simulated uh, where Mike San Gregorio and I are doing a giant wrestling tournament simulated in uh, the PlayStation 4 version of uh, Fire Pro wrestling world. Uh, we're about a month into it. it.'s it's really fun. It's just you know a couple of nerdy guys talking wrestling while uh, uh, video game characters fight. Um, so that's uh, that's good times. Uh, so you can check that out. Uh, every Sunday. Check us out every Thursday. Uh, and of course, you can rate, review, subscribe, all that usual good podcasty stuff. Uh, until next week for Dragon Warrior and Castlevania 2, old Games. old Games. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, <laughs> Tadu. Thanks to Captive Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found by a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just big fans.